Good morning and welcome. Happy Hump Day, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. Thank you for joining us today. It's a gorgeous day in the Valley of the Sun. And, of course, I guess we need to talk about it at least briefly uh, did the did your person win? Uh, of course, the election was yesterday. Uh, the Republicans gained a bigger majority, if you will, in the Senate. The Republicans gained control of the the House, and I guess we're all left to deal with. Well, is that a good thing? A bad thing? What type of thing is it exactly? Uh, I don't know. You know what? I'll say this. It, obviously, it, it's not ideal, right? We, we when we when we think about uh, where where we are right now, we would have much rather had all of the Republicans in control of of both houses. They don't. We're going to bring back, you know, all the people: Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters. I mean, they're 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 all back now, and, and we're going to get all the committees. And the, I love it. Now we're going to get Trump's taxes and all that. Like you know, and I just sit there and I and I kind of laugh because I'm like, I mean, what do they really think? I mean, you think that uh, you know, on on April fifteenth, Donald's going to to Melania. Hey, Melania, bring all your receipts. Let's sit down and do our taxes. You know, obviously, they've hired the very best. I mean, let's face it, they're super rich people, the very best tax people in the world. And what what are we going to find out? That he had a really good tax attorney? I mean, right? Is that where we're really going to find that out, right? We really. Oh, wait. He didn't give enough money to to charity. And, of course, you know, obviously, most of us already know, when you give uh, money to all these charities, right, where does it go? Mostly to pay the people that work for the charities, and very little to the actual charities themselves. Uh, but but nonetheless, uh, this is how it broke down. I was worried uh, about Arizona, and boy, it's, it's as far as I know, and I haven't checked this second, so uh, I do apologize. Uh, for 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 not knowing, but it's, when I got in, when I came into work this morning, uh, it was still too close to call between uh, Martha McSally and Christine Cinema. Uh, I hope it goes McSally's way. Obviously, uh, with what happened yesterday, uh, it, this is more of an Arizona thing now, right? Because the Senate is going to be Republican, uh, the the House is going to be Democrat. And 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 for all of us, and I'll just say for us in general, uh, it, it's just going to be tough. I mean, CNN was unwatchable before. <laughs> now it's really going to get painful. Uh, as uh, you know, they're going to, like I said, they're gonna, the impeachments, all this stuff. They're going to be in charge. Like Maxine Waters going to be in charge of the bank. I mean, this was a woman who ten, twelve years ago didn't even know our currency wasn't backed by gold anymore. Uh, you know, and I again, I don't want to get all politics 
And, and uh, you know my feelings about that. You get that somewhere else. Was it a win? I know that that uh, the Trump administration is like, hey, we won. Not really. Nobody wins. Nobody. And again, like I said yesterday, you know, and, and I hate to be this way, but it really doesn't matter who we voted for. Because the real issues that are uh, affecting this nation are not going to be solved uh, because we elected uh, a Democrat or, or a Republican, uh, you know, that, let, let's face it, one way or another just wants to be more of the same, right? They want to raise our taxes or they want to, uh, well, one group's you know, raising taxes, the other one wants to spend money on on uh, socialist programs. The other group wants to spend it somewhere else. Everybody just wants to spend it. That's really the biggest problem. You know, I know Colorado, you know, and, and I guess it, it's very interesting here. You know, they they voted almost exclusively for the Democrats. Uh, Jason and I were talking uh, this morning. We were kind of laughing because they voted for the Democrats, and yet they voted no on all the propositions for tax increases. And, and then yet they put in the Democrats who are going to what? Raise their taxes. So I, I don't know. Everybody's confused. Uh, you don't have to figure it out. Go somewhere else. I'll give you all that stuff. But, but you know, the, the thing that, that amazes me, when we talk about what really matters in this country, if you turn on the mainstream media, they don't ever talk about it. Right? They, they don't want to talk about how we have this worthless piece of paper that essentially is nothing more than ink on a piece of paper. What's behind it? Nothing. Well, I guess the full faith and credit. Do any of you actually have faith in our political system? Do you really? Do you really have faith in the central bankers? What's the last time the central bank actually was right about anything? The next time they're right will be the first time. And it's been decades long. They have been attacking us for decades, a lot of times without us even knowing it, using the media as their weapon. We got a great little clip coming for you when we get back. Last year, he started reading these funny magazines. Uh, Fortune, Business Week, U.S. News and World Report. Oh, that's quite disturbing. Oh, it made him crazy. I mean, the first thing he did was take out money out of the savings account. Do you know what he bought with all of this money? Not offhand. Gold, 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 gold coins, ingots, bars. I mean, he has them all heaped in a small little heaps all over this little room. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Interesting case. Uh, no, not really. Uh, just a husband gone a little bananas. Actually, what he's doing, though, it's bizarre, is conceptually valid. Uh, yeah. Many economists are saying gold will be the only thing of real value after the international monetary collapse. Say again. When the world economy collapses in the next year or so, worldwide hyperinflation, collapse of many foreign currencies epidemic of corporate bankruptcies, the plummeting of the dollar. Anybody without any valued intrinsic assets is going to be in a pretty grim situation. 
Oh, well. Then, uh, I mean, I'm not wholly unprepared for such eventualities. I just happen to be compiling a rather extensive uh, investment portfolio. Oh, what do you got? Blue chip stocks, AAA bonds. No, I don't. <laughs> Something wrong with that? Yeah, well, what you got is just paper. Most economists say that's going to be worthless. So, uh, what would you suggest? You got any gold? Yeah, cufflinks. <laughs> Keep a sense of humor about it. <laughs> that was a clip, We believe it or not. We can't take credit for that. That was one of our customers. Uh, they put it, that on our Facebook page, I believe. Ramon, is that right? You are correct, sir. Yes, right? They, they, they put it on our face. We've been saving it. And, and I, I, I don't know why I was saving it, but today was the day I wanted to play it for you. And, and uh, you know, you think about what they say. Well, you know, economists think that, the uh, you know, your paper assets are going to go to zero. They don't think it. They know it. I mean, if you look at the actual economic theory that all of these economists that talk to you about buying your stocks and your bonds, they already know. The intrinsic value of fiat money is zero. Just a matter of when. And and the only thing that's been money, it's been money since, what, thousands of years, is gold. Right? A, a currency, a fiat one. Okay? So, so just to, to give you perspective, and why it is that I educate you so very much, on the importance of the date of August 15th, 1971. The day we became a fiat nation. And it's so clear. Right? They, they set the price of gold on that day to $42. Right? And I, and I told you the story. Remember the story of the three people on the deserted island? And how one person had two bottles of water and wanted to sell one of the bottles. And, of course, one of the other people, they had a dollar. And they, she was, you know, that was what that was going to value that bottle of water for. Until the other person found a 20. And all of a sudden, that bottle of water went from $1 to 20. What changed? The water? Gold was $42. Well, actually, in 1933, it was only 20. What changed? Still the same amount of gold. Why is it now 1230 some dollars? And the answer really is the amount of money that's become available. This is what the central bank does. This is why, even back with old Barney Miller, right? Think about you know, and I remember you know what Barney Miller is one of when I think about uh, the the sitcoms, 
that I grew you know grew up with, and you know uh, I was still younger yet. But Archie Bunker, Barney Miller, right? And my parents liked those. I was more of the Dukes of Hazard love boat guy. But the the whole thing of oh my lord, oh he went nuts. It it. And he'd be bought gold. And, and you see all the clips. I think, you know what, I, I want. I know, I know, uh, our guys in Colorado in the afternoon, they played, uh, and, and his name escapes me, but you've seen the clips. You know what, matter of fact, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have Jason send the clip to Ramon, and we'll get it on our website tomorrow, of the guy that's out there, and he's trying to get people... To one, one of them, he has a candy bar and a silver eagle. And, and nobody wants the silver. Everybody wants the candy bar. Another one, I think the guy's trying to get, I got 25 bucks or an ounce of gold, right? Everybody takes the 25 bucks. This is how dumb they've made us. And this is a key, key thing in how they've been able to get away with it. When you start thinking about what it is that they've really done, and you think about this election that just ended yesterday, and every one of those horrible commercials, she's a liar, he's a liar. Let's talk about I don't know, border walls and, and uh, health insurance and this and that. You know why all of these are issues? The answer is simple. Health insurance in the 70s, even in the hyperinflation of the 70s, cost nothing. You know, I think about the invention of Obamacare. You know, our deductible was $250. I told this story. We had a, you know, and at the time, we had a $5,000 deductible. And my wife and my two kids, it was 250 bucks. We're now at 700 and the deductible's now 10000 <laughs> We actually have worse coverage because they don't cover a whole bunch of stuff they used to. Had to go to different doctors than we used to. And the price is essentially what? Triple. This is what's happened to everything. I was at, I'll just say, we have a local store here. My my younger son, you know, they won their foot. I, I guess I forgot to tell them. We won the football playoff game uh, Friday. Got another one this Friday, the quarterfinals. And my son has a, a, a shoulder that's been bothering him. You know, that common thing for uh, the end of the football season. And uh, a couple of days a week after practice, he goes to therapy, physical therapy. Which, I mean, I, just, I don't even want to tell you what that's going to cost. So far, it doesn't cost anything. You know, between my insurance, whatever my insurance won't pay, the school's supposed to pick up, we'll see. But I go into the grocery store. 
Right? Because I, I don't need him. He's 15 years old. He doesn't want Dad hanging out while he's getting therapy. So I, I go into the, the grocery store. And I'm just walking around. And, and I'm looking, you know, and I'm decided as I'm getting getting ready, you know, killing time, hey, I want a bottle of water. Right? Bottle of water. I I don't know why, and we all know it already. This isn't a shocker. A couple of weeks earlier, I was in the store, and they they had some, you know, that generic private label water. They had it for fifty cents, and I bought one. Right, fifty cents. Right, water's free, but I got to pay fifty cents. And I got annoyed because they didn't have that anymore. And I refused to pay the cheapest bottle of water I could find was a dollar seventy nine. It's a bottle of water. It's a dollar seventy nine. I I didn't get it. I had I had. Uh, um, well, I'll just tell you, I had some Harper. You know, you know, it's like that burrito that I ate last night. I knew I shouldn't have done it, and I had to take this little pill, and I was going to have some water. You know, and I just. Got some saliva and sucked it down. I wasn't going to pay the dollar seventy nine that day. And I think about when I was a kid. We used to walk down or ride our bikes down to the little court. I grew up in a town, Jamesville, New York, little suburb outside of Syracuse. And you know, we didn't have this. Back was back in the day where everything wasn't the same. Our little town had our little town, so we had a little bank, we had a couple, one corner, one little store on one side of town, another little store on the other side of town, because we weren't big enough for like a fries or a Safeway, you know, we, we were just a little small town. The big employer, I'll just say the big employer, we had a prison there, not that far, uh, not that far away, it's about 10 miles from miles, but that was kind of the employer there, and, and a rock quarry. You know, that's what it was. And my, and you had a suburb, and people like my dad commuted into the, you know, you know, the city and, and back. We used to go down there. A pack of baseball cards. They used to collect baseball cards. You know, and it had the gum in it, you know. Right? Now, the, you know, they don't even put the gum in it. Not that it was even good gum. The gum was horrible. But... But it may ruin the card. The card in the back of baseball cards, they're like, it was 14 cents, 15 cents for a pack of baseball cards. A candy bar was 15 cents. I remember when it went to 25. I was mad because I didn't have 25 cents that day. Now I... But yeah, you know what? I don't even know. But I'm I'm making a guess that the candy bar is actually smaller today. Same thing, dollar seventy nine for a Snickers bar, right? And you just it, it's everywhere. It's constant, and you sit there, and eventually prices get to the point of ridiculousness. You know that show on MTV? You ever watch that show? That's what we're heading for, right? And people will write, they're like, I don't know what these people were thinking. The debt is $22 trillion. I didn't hear one commercial about it. Did you? 
Of course, to, in fairness, I couldn't handle the commercials anymore, and I l- literally would change the channel every time one came on. <laughs> but I'm, I'm positive there wasn't any. It's absurd. We're never paying it. And, and like I said, all of these economists, Jay Powell, our central banker, they know. This is what fiat money is supposed to do. Remember the 2% inflation target that I tried to educate you on, what that really means. They want to devalue the money. Now, here's the thing. They can't tell you the real devaluation rate. Let me give you an example. Okay, so they're telling us just now, by the way, just recently... We finally got back to the Federal Reserve and, and the, the inflation gains that they, that they like. Finally got back to just 2%. It's not even above 2 It's only at 2 And remember, I played that clip uh, from Jay Powell when he talked about, you know, they've got, like, unemployment. they got six different calculations. Inflation, they got a ton of them as well. They use the cheapest one. But I'm going to give you a real-life example of how they're lying to us and how much they're really devaluing when we get back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. The thrilling confirmation of Brett M. Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court fulfills the vision of Phyllis Schlafly in her early endorsement of Donald Trump. By trouncing the radical feminists in this high-stake battle for the Supreme Court, President Trump has transformed the Republican Party, just as Phyllis Schlafly wanted. Kavanaugh's 50-48 to confirmation by the Senate was also a victory for the rule of law over the rule by a mob. You don't hand matches to an arsonist, Trump declared afterwards, and you don't give power to an angry left-wing mob. Mrs. Ford's accusations against Brett Kavanaugh were worse than being implausible. They were also unworthy of the heightened attention given to them by the liberal media and the 48 Democratic senators who voted against Kavanaugh. Even if Ford's accusations had some basis in fact, they were not serious enough to be considered at such a late date. The Senate demeaned itself by forcing Brett Kavanaugh to explain what he meant in his writings as a 17-year-old in his personal diary and in his high school yearbook. By her own account, Mrs. Ford said she attended and drank beer at an unsupervised house party along with older teenage drunken boys. She alleges that at some point she was groped by two of the boys whose identities remain unknown, but she admitted that everyone was fully clothed at all times. If such a complaint had been made back then, the police would not have even bothered to pursue it. It would have been such a minor, unprovable infraction that criminal charges would never have been brought. The complete silence by Ford for 29 years afterwards suggests that even if it did happen, it was not particularly significant to her. Most likely, it didn't happen at all. Yet while talking to a therapist nearly three decades later, Ford supposedly recovered a memory that could easily exaggerate key details and make mistakes of identity. On the basis of her recovered memory, she tried to bring down Brett Kavanaugh's career while keeping her own identity secret in order to avoid the risk of cross-examination. It was a close call, but Mrs. Ford's uncorroborated accusations were simply not credible 
to the fair-minded senators. And that's why they voted, and America has justice, Brett M. Kavanaugh. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. As President Trump fulfills his campaign promises, his accomplishments on trade, immigration, the economy, and protecting the unborn should be celebrated, not ignored or diminished. To track these victories, go to phyllisschlafly.com and find out what's next for the Trump presidency at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. My wife will tell you, she she thinks I'm one of the least observant people, but it's really not true. I I I'm very observant, and when I got home from the my son's physical therapy, I told her about this bottle of water, <laughs> and she looked at me like. Where have you been? You know, it's been, you know, that's what water costs now if you buy, you know. She's like, that's why we buy, go to Costco and buy the big deal thing because it's less. And, and, and she goes, let me guess. She knows me so well. She goes, you probably were muttering because I like to, I, I, I get it in my head, and I think about things in my head, and apparently while I'm doing that, I have a conversation with myself. <laughs> you know, my lips are moving, and and, uh, and, and there is, and I'll admit it, right? there's sound actually coming out, like it's a moment, you don't, you don't know what I'm saying, but I'm mumbling, and I'm having this in-depth conversation with myself, and I'm sitting there in the bashes, and I need to, you know, Pay a dollar seventy nine, or or just swallow this pill, and I and I'm just so frustrated by by what they've done because everything just costs so darn much, and then they sit there and they tell us that oh you know we just barely got the two percent. You know I remember the first time. I saw a $100 bill. I do. My dad, when I was growing up, he was the, he was in this, it was called the Optimus Club. Uh, and again, we lived in a small town. And, and there was, I don't know, you know, 20 or 30 guys that were in this club. And they, they raised money for, uh, we this the, and the town we lived in. Full disclosure, wasn't a wealthy place, right? It was. I mean, there was you know where we live. We lived in. Uh, don't get me wrong. We lived in a really nice area. Okay, we did. But there was you know this was a poor town. You know this was a small suburb that you know that uh, uh, had a lot of disadvantaged uh, people that were struggling even back then. And they would do these different events to raise money, and they would do things like. And I don't even know all the things they did. My, my uh, one of the things, and you know how the times have changed. Uh, the parents were very uh, re- respectful, if you will. They didn't brag about what they did. They didn't tell all of us, you know, me and my brothers. Hey, this kid's poor, and this, you know, we're helping out this family. You know, you didn't hear any of that. Right, they paid for the kids to play baseball or football or 
They took him to a Syracuse game, whatever it may be. And, you know, we're sitting there, and I'm looking at at today, and, and I'm thinking about this $1.79 bottle of water, probably walking aimlessly around the bashes, <laughs> talking to myself. And, and how they're talking about 2% inflation, my backside. And uh, yesterday I saw this article. And I didn't even know if I was ever gonna if I was gonna bring it up or not bring it up, but but here we are. More consumers are shopping online. Not just at Amazon, but at brick and mortar retailers too. But getting those package deliveries is going to cost more. You know, whatever happened to the more you did the less it cost. FedEx has announced an increase in its shipping rates, uh, saying that on January the 7th, the company is increasing rates between 4.9 to 5.9%. So let's just use, you know, regular math. 5 to 6% per package. Now, the Federal Reserve says inflation's only two just just barely got the two. FedEx says, yeah, it's really five or six. <laughs> right? And of course, who knows really? It's probably seven or eight. And I want you to understand what that means. And I'll just use FedEx's number. Your $100 bill this year, 2018, according to FedEx, is now worth about 94 cents. Right, 95, 94 cents. And guess what? Next year, FedEx is going to raise prices between 5 and 6%. And the year after that, and the year after that, and the year after that. When's the last time we heard of a company saying, we're going to raise rates by 2%? That should be the rule, right? If the Fed says inflation's only 2%, that's all you can raise. You know how many companies will go out of business? All of them. By the way, the rate changes everything in the U.S., the U.S. and Canada, the U.S. and Mexico. Oh, not to be outdone, the United States Postal Service. Wants to increase the price of postage from 50 to 55%. Now, I know I only went to public school, but that's 10%. Uh, again, now, I know they don't raise postage rates every year, but the Federal Reserve, for like the last 10 years, really said there wasn't any inflation. Uh, the rate hikes won't affect Amazon this holiday season, right? So just remember that that's going to be after the holidays, and, and I and I bring it up only for one reason. It's like I said yesterday, it didn't matter. I mean, maybe we're going to get some great sound bites now. You know, the Democrats already. I already saw headlines. We're going to get Trump taxes and all, all that. I mean, come on. 
Nobody cares. Yes, he's got very good tax accountants. Yeah, he's rich. You know, we should be upset if they do get a hold of his taxes and they found out, man, he paid way more than he should have, then we probably got the wrong guy in there. But, but I, I, again, it didn't matter. They're devaluing the currency. They lie about it. And now we have, think about this. We went 205 years and only had $400 billion of debt, most of which came from World War II. Now we've got $22 trillion. You tell me how it's going to end. 800 uh, Here's what we got today. We, we've got, uh, there's four. You know, we, we were selling those 1986 proof gold eagles. Those are gone. We have four other date proof gold eagles. And the other dates, they're all 87, 88, 89, 90, something like that. They're all, they're not at all. I only got four of them. Uh, don't, don't, don't quote me on the exact date, okay? How about that? But they're all older, right? Not, nothing recent, nothing this millennium. Uh, because the it's either 90 or 91. I think there's an 89. Uh, I don't know. There, but there's only four of them. Uh, and and I'll do the same deal as we did. Yeah, thirteen hundred bucks. Uh, again, the eighty sixes are gone. Uh, you know, gold twelve hundred and thirty bucks, seventy dollars over spot on a proof. Yeah, I don't have to tell you that. I did that yesterday. It's a, an incredible deal, but there's only four. And then uh, the tenth ounce. We still got about a hundred tenth ounce. Remember, we selling those yesterday as well. 1 through 19 at $145, 20 or more at 143 So if you buy 20 or more, you're saving 6 bucks a tenth ounce. Uh, so if you think about it, that's a huge savings. 800-951-0592. And, and again, think about it. 205 years. $400 billion, over half of which was accumulated after World War II. Matter of fact, you know, World War II, they didn't really coincide with the central bank. And how It's amazing how corrupt we've allowed them to be and how smart they are. They're so smart. You have to understand, right, we're dealing with incredibly intelligent people. The reason why they wanted fiat money is they wanted to charge interest. I mean, that's what they wanted. They wanted to enrich themselves. Right? And when you think about the middle class, you know, America, people, we brag. But this was, you know what the problem with all the other countries were? They didn't have a middle class like America. Now, the one group that's losing the most ground, the middle class. A lot, you know what's so funny? Is about 
30% of the middle class, if you ask them, will tell you their middle class aren't. They just don't know it, right? Or they don't want to admit it. And, and, and it's because of the amount of money. Go back to the island in the water. It's going to be a dollar until someone found a 20. Right? That, that pack of baseball cards that was 15 cents with the gum. Gum's gone. Now they lock up baseball cards. <laughs> I didn't even buy them. I mean, my kids don't collect them. I don't buy them. They lock them up at the stores because they're a fortune. They're four or five dollars. And you sit there and, and you start to think about World War II was the first war we didn't pay the debt back. Civil War, we paid it back. I mean, didn't get to zero, but right near it. War of 1812, same thing. Matter of fact, we used to run budget surpluses all the time. You never hear anybody talk about it. We just ran real, uh, officially $779 billion, the real number. We ran a deficit of $1.4 trillion. There's no other way around it. $1.4 trillion. And people don't remember. We used to run budget surpluses. During the Great Depression, we ran budget surpluses. Yeah, it's true. World War One Paid it back. I, I, I don't even know what the debt was uh, during the Depression. It was so small. What even like it wasn't even a hundred billion dollars. Then World War Two happened. Now we did run surpluses after World War Two. Matter of fact, over the next say ten or fifteen years after World War Two ended, we ran just as many surpluses as we did deficits, but we didn't pay back the debt. That was the first time. Of course, what happened? No, oh, we had central bankers now. Ah, oh, we don't need to pay it back. It's okay, you know. Yeah, we don't want we want things to appear better than what they are. Right? What well, really what they wanted to do was what? Well, hey, we we pay it back. We're going to make less money. We don't want that. Let's spend it. And then 1971, when they closed the gold window, and all now think about it. Now we got a debt of 22 trillion. And by the way. We're gonna. It will, it'll. We'll, I don't even know that we'll ever add less than a trillion dollars ever again until the currency ends. And this is what happens to all fiat currencies. They end. You know, we used to think, well, we'll go to the Amero with the Canada, with the Canadians and the Mexicans. No, no, we're not. Going to be even worse than that. That would have actually been okay. You know, we used to tell stories about if you had 10,000 Federal Reserve notes, you'll turn them in and you'll get 1,000 Ameros. Right? And you're like, nobody liked that. This is even more diabolical. Because now they'll just say, ah, we just turned it into electronic credit. You still got 10,000. It's going to be okay.
It's going to be a very, very different world. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 You know, I've said it all the time. It doesn't matter what gold does today, tomorrow, next week, last week. When, when we talk about what it is that we're doing. You know, when I started, gold was like $300. Don't you wish you could go back to 2004, 2003, 2004 and buy all the gold? sell every stock you ever had and put it all into gold you'd be even today and obviously if you sold nothing but even today you're you're killing it the debt is doing things the world's never seen gold's up three thousand percent from 1971 30 times we're going to add $22 trillion, and actually be a little more, but just for dramatic effect. We're going to add another $22 trillion plus to this deficit in the next 10 years. Thirty times what gold is today is like $36,000 for an ounce of gold. And and as you all know, we've seen it. When it really hits the fan, you can't get it. Right? Think about when silver was climbing to 50. You couldn't get it. Think about when gold was getting to 1900 right? You wanted a 20 it was like $2,400. Take the time. Put it away now. It's easy math, right? We're actually going faster than we've ever gone before. Talking about the devaluation, talking about what real inflation is. Remember what inflation Inflation is just robbing you of your pocketbook. FedEx already told you. Your $100 this year is only worth $94 next year. (laughs) You think about at that pace, in about 16 years, it's not worth anything. There you go. 800-951-0592. I still got the four. Are you kidding me? I got four proof gold. They're $1,300. I know. There's only, there's only four. Take them. And I know, hey, 1300 bucks. I don't mean to make money. That's a lot of money. I get it. So I'm putting 10 ounce in. Right, tenth ounce gold eagles one through nineteen at one forty-five, twenty or more at one forty-three. Just so you know, when you call in for the proof gold eagle, you can't pick the day because I don't even know it. I know they're early. I don't know what four they we exactly have. You'll get an early one. Promise you that. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, gold's up three bucks. The Dow's up three hundred points. Uh, somehow, I guess this was a win. I, I know that's that's how the the, the president. Hey, we won. We lost, but we won. Um, I guess they're happy about the, the the what happened in Congress. But remember, they can't pass any bills without the House. 
and uh, and all I know is it's going to be a, it, it's going to be ridiculous, and it's going to be going to really be aggravating what these Democrats are going to do in the House. Uh, but nonetheless, again, none of that really matters. Get your assets protected because you know what's coming. Eight hundred nine five one. 0592 Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody have a great rest of your day. If you can, I'll be back tomorrow.